everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Human Again podcast. I've been thinking lately about the importance of mindset and how it can be the difference between gratitude and stress or anxiety in response to life circumstances. Specifically, I've noticed that a victim mentality is a common mindset that makes almost every area of life more difficult and less enjoyable. What I mean by a victim mentality is a mindset that sees oneself as a victim in every situation. Like I talked about last time, how you frame who you are affects so much of what you do and how you navigate life. So a victim mentality is the result of identifying yourself primarily as a victim. It focuses mostly on the negative and on what's wrong with everything around you, while also taking a passive approach. Seeing yourself as merely a recipient of your circumstances rather than as an active agent that can shape them. It can include a lot of hopelessness and a defeatist attitude because you feel like you're just helplessly subject to all the unfair and difficult things in your life. Some people may demonstrate it very explicitly by always complaining about how hard their life is or getting fatalistic and talking about how they're doomed to always struggle. It can also be more subtle and covert, though. It can simply get you focused on all the problems and challenges in your situation and keep you from feeling grateful or taking initiative to do difficult things. The reason I bring this up is actually because I've been noticing myself drifting into this mindset lately, and want to share some of my own experiences dealing with it. Simply being aware enough to recognize when I'm going there has been really helpful in fostering a healthier mindset and feeling more content. I'll be getting a bit more personal because I thought what may be most helpful is providing a glimpse into some of my own thoughts and feelings that come up during my everyday life. In the goal of promoting connection and vulnerability, I think this can be helpful to see what it's like for other people. Since emotions and interacting with internal thoughts are not often talked about or addressed in an open way, so we more or less have to assume what it's like for everyone else. Because others don't bring anything up, we may assume we're the only ones who deal with certain things, or we may not even be alert what's going on in our own minds and moods because we just don't think about it. I'll admit it's a little hard for me to bring up and talk about because it does feel pretty vulnerable. I'm good at presenting a respectable image on the outside, so it feels uncomfortable to be raw and open about what goes on internally. It would be easy for people to misunderstand what I say or judge me for how I'm different, but I want to push through and be open anyway because it's a part of my own growth and vulnerability and I hope it provides a model for others to have courage and vulnerability, as well as giving them hope that they may not be alone in some of the thoughts and feelings they have. I've had some challenging days in the past couple of weeks where I was getting pretty stressed and tired, and it was difficult to focus on anything else or spend energy on anything productive. Work has been especially busy, and a lot is going on in general lately, so it's easy to get in a hectic state of mind because there's so much to do in such a short time. At the same time, there's 
also everything going on in the world right now, which has everyone I interact with in kind of a higher state of anxiety. It makes it difficult to have meaningful connections or set up activities and outings to help boost morale. Seems like there's also been a lot of random chores or responsibilities coming up, which take time here and there from my days. And then the rain and clouds have also put a damper on my general mood. With all that going on, there were a couple days where I could tell I was starting to drift into a victim mentality. I'm not always aware enough to notice while it's happening, because if you're fully immersed in it, you're probably not going to be thinking objectively about what's going on, or have the resolve to slow down and look at it intently. I'm getting better at recognizing it, though. And I noticed my thoughts were turning more toward complaint and stress than gratitude. This also led to making justifications for being apathetic or gloomy. The plans I was making for how my week would go weren't working out, so I was feeling defeated and my mind just wanted to complain. When I start going down that road, a few things can go on in my mind. One is a general negative mindset. Little annoyances will accumulate and I'll dwell on how certain things are unfair or make my life harder, and how the circumstances were working against me. This also leads to more apathy and willingness to give up and surrender. I can use the excuses to conclude that there's nothing I can do to make it better. This will worsen my mood and make me want to just find something to zone out to so I don't have to think about it but the easiest things to turn to don't actually bring any resolution or relief. They can provide a little distraction or numbing, maybe, but they don't usually make me feel better or solve the root issue. I noticed that this week, when on a day when I was getting into that victim mindset, and all I felt like doing was reaching for entertainment and comfort. But as I watched movies and videos and ate sugar, it only made things worse. They didn't improve my mood, and they didn't provide any more energy to do the tasks I was trying to accomplish. They only heightened the restlessness and passivity. Finally, I slowed down and started addressing what was going on. First, I consciously acknowledged that I was allowing myself to have a victim mindset. I'd been letting my mind go on with thoughts about how I am just subject to the circumstances and feelings and can't do anything to change them. I knew if I let these thoughts go on, I would never actually find the energy and motivation to do what I wanted and needed to do. As I recognized where I was at, I knew the next step was to eliminate all of the stimulus and distraction I was using to occupy my mind. I often habitually turn on music or YouTube videos or a podcast because they provide a distraction and they're enjoyable, Unfortunately, they can keep me from actually slowing down to center myself and dealing with the mindset and feelings that are directing me in the moment. So in this case, I turned off my music, put my phone away, closed my laptop, and just sat down in silence. I took some breaths and thought about things I have to be grateful for. At this point, I didn't feel any noticeably better but I could tell I was regaining some control of my thoughts and mood. 
I wasn't just giving up and allowing myself to be thrown around by the impulses or fluctuations of my emotions and circumstances. Next, I grabbed my guitar and started playing some songs that correlated with how I was feeling. Something about using creativity and engaging my brain more actively helps to recenter my mood and restore my optimism and hope. Provides an outlet for processing thoughts and emotions in a different way that has been helpful for me. After doing that for a little while, I could tell I was on my way out of the full victim mindset and was in a little more objective and settled state. I decided to do some reading, which also tends to be very helpful for me to get in a better mindset. It's always hardest at the start, especially when I'm agitated or restless to begin with, but once I start going, it gets much more pleasant and helps me settle into a relaxed and balanced state. Similarly, I've noticed that journaling can help me to slow down and provide relief through forcing me to have more clarity about how I'm feeling, rather than letting it stay ambiguous or out of mind. So after reading, I was in a much better spot, and I followed it up with talking to a close friend. Just having some human connection and a genuine conversation goes a long way to promote more restfulness and positivity. By the time we finished talking, I was in a completely different place mentally and emotionally from earlier that day. Between the stopping, thinking, breathing, reading, playing guitar, and talking to a friend, I had regained control of my own thoughts and emotions and started to see my circumstances more optimistically. If I had ignored what was going on in the beginning, I probably would have spent the rest of the day feeling bad and just filling the time with entertainment that doesn't actually help. I've also realized that my diet and exercise play a role in where my mindset goes too. If I've been eating a lot of stuff that doesn't have any nutritional value, or indulging in sweets, junk food, it gets much easier to fall into a victim mindset. My energy goes down, and maybe even more important, It puts me in a mindset of seeking pleasure and comfort rather than facing challenges. I'm not sure which technically comes first, the poor eating or the mindset shift, but each reinforces the other. If I'm intentional to eat foods that are healthy and provide the necessary nutrition, I'm training my mind to do something that's less comfortable for something more important. I'm reinforcing the idea that I have control over what I do and how I feel. The same goes for exercise. If I've been consistent with exercise, it's easier to take on other challenges in life because I'm repeatedly proving to myself that I can push through things that are difficult and uncomfortable for a larger purpose. If I start slacking on it, my mind quickly goes back to comfort mode of making justifications to just take the easy route and listen to the feelings saying it's too hard. This intentionality and taking of responsibility are basically the opposite of the victim mentality. Victimhood wants to blame others or find reasons why we can't do anything or change the situation. I think at the root of the victim mentality is the tendency to 
see obstacles as the final word and use them as justification not to act rather than finding a way to get around them and keep moving forward. It can be an addiction to comfort where any time something requires you to get uncomfortable or stretch yourself more than you wanted to, it frustrates you and you just try to avoid it. It's very easy to fall into when you're stressed or tired because your body and mind can't take anymore, so they go into defensive protection mode. They're trying to find relief, so anything that would take more work or effort is seen as a threat or an attack. Ironically, I found that when I do take responsibility, it actually relieves stress. That's not necessarily a universal thing, because if you're taking on too much responsibility simply to make people happy, it will probably only increase the stress. But in terms of mentality, when you accept your situation and approach it with a focus toward what you can control and how to solve the problems, then it paves the way for much more hope and optimism. Spending your energy on blaming or complaining about the situation or making excuses why you can't do anything doesn't end up solving any of the problems. So the energy just goes to waste and you end up feeling even more hopeless. That's true even in situations when you don't have much control over what happens. You can accept the things that are out of your hands and instead direct your energy and attention toward the parts you can control. As a result, you reinforce the idea that you're an active participant in shaping your life, not just a helpless victim. When I was in high school applying for scholarships to help pay for college, I noticed that one of the commonly repeated themes in the qualifications is a history of overcoming adversity. Organizations giving scholarships may specifically be looking for students in marginalized or less privileged groups, or they may be more general and just give a blanket question about times you've overcome something difficult. This was a little discouraging to me because I've been quite privileged overall. We didn't have an abundance of wealth or anything, but it seemed like my life was pretty normal, and everything just moved right along without any huge obstacles or challenges. I worked and studied hard, but I didn't have to deal with things like a broken family or systemic discrimination or a learning disability. It's a little embarrassing, but I would sometimes take on a victim mentality about not being able to fit these criteria or stand out in some extraordinary way in order to qualify. I was frustrated I didn't have more challenges or disadvantages to deal with, which I could reference to show how I overcame adversity. It seems pretty silly and ironic to me now, because my frustration just reveals that I had a long way to go in fostering a mindset that pushes through obstacles rather than seeing them as a dead end. My frustration about not being able to easily get the scholarship demonstrated I wasn't actually good at dealing with adversity. Now I have a little more perspective to understand why these scholarships were looking for students who had gone through tough situations with grit and determination. They, of all people, should have a right to considering themselves victims 
whether they faced abuse, neglect, poverty, handicaps, trauma, discrimination, societal disadvantages, or some other type of obstacle. When someone can go through those obstacles and not give up, when they can push through and not just quit concluding there's nothing they can do, it is extraordinary. If it's easy even for someone as privileged as me to go to a victim mentality and complain or give up, then someone who has it ten times harder and still chooses not to indulge that mindset is truly remarkable. I think that also brings up an important disclaimer. That there are people with real problems who are literally victims. I don't want to make light of that or imply that it's easy for anyone to just pick themselves up by their bootstraps and change their situation. I would say to take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I haven't experienced what it's like to have the kind of setbacks and opposition that many people have to deal with. With that said, I believe a victim mentality is about how you perceive and deal with circumstances, so it is separate from the actual circumstances themselves. You can be a victim of injustices and still not harbor a victim mentality. Likewise, you can be the most protected and advantaged person in the world, but perceive yourself as a victim. Regardless of where you fall, I would argue a victim mentality is not beneficial for anyone. Even if you are a victim and have it harder than anyone else, fostering a mindset that only sees the obstacles and limitations will only make it harder to move out of that situation. You can still be honest about the struggles and call out the injustices and the abuses of others, but the way you approach that is still with intentionality rather than throwing up your hands and saying there's nothing you can do because of this situation. If anyone struggles with getting out of the victim mentality, it doesn't mean you should shame them or think any less of them. The goal is empowerment and confidence to take on challenges, not comparing who has it better or worse. We're all prone to falling into unhealthy mindsets, but the more you can become aware of them and intentionally redirect yourself out of them in the moment, the more contentment and motivation you'll find. Some of the people I admire most are those who have gone through incredible losses and challenges, but who keep persevering and stay positive anyways. I met a woman in her 80s a couple years ago who had gone through a divorce, the death of her second husband, the death of one of her sons in a motorcycle accident, the death of her daughter to cancer, and the death of her other son to suicide. She's now single and has no surviving children. Despite all of this, she still was one of the most joyful and encouraging people I've met. Her motto is choose joy because she sees it as a decision or choice not something determined for her by circumstances. She spent a lot of time grieving and is obviously heartbroken by all of the losses of, from her family, but she doesn't let them dictate whether or not she will be joyful or show love to others. I think awareness and mindfulness are a great place to start in getting better in this area. 
Even just this week, there have been times when I can tell my mind was trying to go down the victim road or find reasons to complain about the circumstances and difficulties. But since I've been thinking about this concept for the episode, it's been much easier to cut it off before it can gain momentum. The result has been feeling more at ease and content than previously, even as work and life are just as hectic as before. I'm simply being intentional to remind myself that I do have things to be grateful for, and that the difficulties that come up aren't the last word. I'm not sure what this will look like for you. In reality, I hope you can't relate, and that I'm just an oddball that's the only one who deals with this. But if you can relate, I hope my perspective and experiences help you find ways to navigate it better or at least know you're not alone and there's hope for improvement. You are more than a victim. You can enjoy your life, even in the tough parts, and you do have power to steer it in new directions if you choose to. See you next time.